0: Gay card. We're not in oh. grand, I I I'm gay. You can't love yourself. How in the hell you love somebody else? Can I get an A-man up you? again? Fasten your seat, Bells. It's going to be a
1: bumpy night.
0: Gay card revo.
1: Hi, I'm Robbie Rosell. My pronouns are he him. I'm Rob Schneider. My pronouns are he, him, and happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Fest of Kwanzaa, a great Festivus, and pretty soon, a Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. Uh, please let it be a Happy <laughs> New Year. You know what? Listen, 2020 has gotten such a bad rap because it's been a horrible year, but let's end this on a little positive. Growing up, uh, did you mm-hmm. celebrate, I'm assuming you celebrated Christmas? Yes, of course.
0: Okay. Yeah, very much. Um, and I'm from a very large family, um, so there was always like a massive massive tree. Like, I don't know where because my mom didn't drive but somehow we had a tree that took up half the living room every year that was live. It was not like a, you know, like a pre-bought
1: Kmart tree. I thought it, it had been pre-recorded. It wasn't a pre-recorded tree. <laughs> it was
0: not. It was uh, recorded in front of a live studio audience.
1: Actually. Oh wow! Uh,
0: it was huge and I do not know how uh, but, you know, even though we grew up very poor, like she managed to make... Christmas magical every year
1: oh I love that I love that so did you have any Christmas traditions like the night before Christmas or the day mm-hmm. of yeah
0: so Christmas Eve uh, we are there we she always did, like, a big setup of these, you know, those those gross sort of wax candles of, like, penguins and Santa hats and things like that yes, that you yes. get at, like, Dollar General or yes. Dollar Store. Or my mom got really angry when the 99-cent store opened because I could have been saving a penny all these years. Um, <laughs> I understand. You, you're familiar. I'm very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> she would do, like, a huge tableau of them, and then we would light them all and sing carols as they, like, melted down down into um, like silly putty. They were truly the cheapest of all candles. I'm shocked that the house slash massive Christmas tree forest that we had did not catch on fire.
1: (laughs) What? Now, did you open your presents at midnight or did you do the next morning? How, How did this work?
0: Next morning, but in our stocking, there was always breakfast in our stocking. I know, weird. But it was always like um, an orange and uh, uh, apple cider mix and um, uh, those little packs of cereal. You know, those cool little packs of cereal that are cool when you're seven. Yes, the little boxes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Insane. Yeah. I do want to tell you. <laughs> you were an One Apple year.
1: Jacks guy, I bet.
0: Oh, I love Apple Jacks. Ooh. Yeah, anything but brand. I was not like a raisin brand kind of guy. I like a sugary, like a or a chocolatey. I Mm. love like a cocoa pebbles or a you know some like Count Chocula shit like that. My my first roommate in college looked like Count Chocula. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
1: (laughs) Maybe it was him. I don't know. I've never asked.
0: (laughs) You went to a state school, so Uh, (laughs) I didn't go to any school. It's fine. Um. So, but one year, I remember. I have a photo of it somewhere, but. Uh, our stockings were all lined up on the couch, and in front of them was a teddy bear for every kid in the family, right? And every boy got a brown teddy boy bear, and every girl got a white teddy bear, and I got a light tan teddy bear. Ooh. Yeah, I think uh, that was
1: their way of outing me. <laughs> he doesn't want brown. He doesn't want one. He wants a tan. It
0: Maybe. Like a sensible tan.
1: Is there like an Obama, Obama suit? <laughs> nice. I want an Obama suit bear. You know what I'm talking about? Can I build that and build a bear?
0: No. Yeah, it's a CVS now.
1: If the Eagle does not open up a Build-A-Bear inside of its bar by the time we get back, I'm going to be very disappointed.
0: Like, What What was all this for? What about you? What were your Hanukkah traditions?
1: Well, you know, it's so funny. Our Hanukkah traditions included, first of all, we didn't have a menorah. Um, we had a Velcro menorah. It was a Velcro. I'm, I'm not joking. It was a felt candle with a felt flame and you just Velcroed the flame to the candle. Why? My parents were like, they got it when my brother was like a baby and they're like, well, we don't want him like pulling the fire over. And we're like, For sure. okay. but then it was like 30 years later. I'm like, why are we still putting this flame, velcroing it onto said candle? One Christmas memory I do remember is that, um, cause my mom was Catholic. So we did celebrate. Both. Christmas. We celebrated Chris. We celebrated both. It was a wonderful. So
0: you your mother's Catholic and your father's Jewish.
1: Jewish. And, and I'm in therapy. Just- Guilty. West Side Arts. Oh, Oh. wait a minute. We were doing two jokes at the same time. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Go go back to your joke and I won't say anything. Go ahead, please. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so your mom was Catholic
0: and your father was Jewish. So you were just raised guilty? (laughs)
1: Thank you so much. And and mine was, my mother was Catholic. My father was Jewish. And I'm in therapy now at the West Side Arts, which is a niche joke if you're in the city. Yeah. Um, it's it's niche even outside I play, of the city. I play me for the first month, then Eve Plum comes in. <laughs> um, which I know we're going to talk about her today. Um, yeah. I remember one, but one Christmas though, we forgot to buy milk and cookies, which was so rare at my house not to have cookies in the home. Um, and so my dad came up with the bright idea of leaving <laughs> leftover Chinese food out for Santa.
0: And, uh,
1: the next morning it was gone and it was either my Santa, it was Santa or my father because he was in the bathroom for a good two hours. So I don't know who Ow. it was. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. Who it was. My big, my big Christmas tradition that I liked was my, I had a very uh, close group of friends and they were Italian and they had a big Italian Christmas where like 60 relatives would come over um, and they would make like, you know, everything was fish. Yeah, they do the, the, the seven fishes. Okay, so this was something I knew nothing about. So it was like mm. everything was fish, 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 fish. Yeah. But they made a tradition where uh, they could not start eating until, you know, the little manger tableaus that they would have, like the yeah, little yeah, porcelain yeah. dolls? Yeah. Um, until I put baby Jesus in his cradle, they would not eat. That was like their big thing. They, I was the, the token Jew, and yeah. I would put Jewish baby Jesus in the little cradle, and then they would be, let's eat. My favorite memory is one time the father got drunk and had to make up, do the prayer. And he's like, uh, he put his head down, and puts their head down and he goes, uh, may everyone this year who's in pain, next year, may they be pain free. And uh, next year, everyone uh, who's got caffeine, may they be caffeine free. <laughs> And we were like, "You're wasted," but this is the best Christmas ever. May
0: they be caffeine caffeine free. free. Honestly, that's the blessing
1: for 2021. <laughs> May you be caffeine. I can't do anything without <laughs> caffeine. So, do you want to? Do you want to tell our lovely listeners what we are doing today? I would love to.
0: So, we normally, uh, lovely listeners who have stuck with us this whole year since we started this, uh, we, we, you know, we have a guest and we talk with that guest about uh, a gay totem that they love. But I thought for the holidays, because you and I both have a sensibility, uh, we (laughs) would talk about, um, holiday specials that we love. Now that can be an episode of a television show that can be a Rankin and Bass special, that can be a Christmas film that you watch around the clock. And I thought we just hit some honorable mentions before we talk about the big ones. The first thing I need to bring up, though, is: Have you watched Christmas in the Square?
1: I have watched. You mean Dolly Pardons? Magnum Dolly, oh sorry, sorry. Yes. Christmas in the Square. Mm-hmm. Dolly, I saved the world with a vaccine. Pardons. Christmas in the Square. I have seen this. I have. Have you? Oh yes.
0: Oh yes. Um, first of all, did you know that it's based on a show that is done in Dollywood every year?
1: What? This is a, this is a live stage show it in is Dollywood?
0: A st- it is a live stage show that they do in Dollywood. You know when you've eaten a little too much and you have to go sit down for a little bit before you ride a ride. And so you find the uh, the show that's happening. And in like Busch Gardens, it's like hits of the 60s or, you know, stuff like that. That's what this show is. Oh. Ooh. I know, which makes sense because if you listen to like the repetitive lyrics, etc., that run through this um, art piece, uh, <laughs> you 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 sort of go, "Oh, right." Now, here's here's the thing, uh, friends. It's not good, but it's wonderful. It is so camp. Debbie Allen, she saves Christmas. With dancing, Debbie Allen has choreographed this thing as if Casey Nicola and Rob Ashford smushed together and had a Christmas baby miracle.
1: There is not one beat that goes by that is not nope. choreographed. Nope.
0: Jennifer Lewis, the mother of Black Hollywood, um, also uh, let's call her a bass with a wide vibrato that you can drive a Mack truck through. F- fabulous. The whole thing pl- uh, hinges around Christine Baranski.
1: Because of Kalinda. Here we are. That's just me doing her on The Good Wife. That's the only one I
0: sure is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Woman got a million dollars an episode to sit there. Archie Punjabi has a 10-page monologue. Christine Rasky just goes, good work, Kalinda. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) good for you.
0: Yeah. They put her in an unfortunate wig because she's miserly. And made her sing, uh, Lisp sing her way through, gotta get out of this place, gotta get out of this town. It is insane. Dolly Parton is a homeless person slash guardian angel who, like, so she starts out, like, she's, she's in, like, a pashmina, uh that's, like, $300, but it's got a little smudge on it, so she's homeless. Um, and she's in a nude lip, and that's how you know she's homeless. Because for her, that's less makeup. And then suddenly, she's a guardian angel. It's like End of Angels in America, Act 1, The Great Work Begins. And she, you're like, what the fuck is happening on Netflix? Get over to Netflix. Highly recommend.
1: 10 out of Did 10. Did you enjoy it? Are you kidding? I loved every second of it. As soon as Dolly yeah. came out literally wearing like a Bob Mackie gown with like, <laughs> with like a little bit of smudge on her fridge, go, oh, yeah. I, I don't have a house. But listen, I loved every second of it. Every second second. of it. And just to see Christine Baranski in a musical makes me Mm -hmm. so happy. Mm -hmm. So happy. Come on. So So Christmas on the Square, I think, is now going to be something that um, future gays will also include and wrap into their holiday traditions. Uh, That makes me happy.
0: There's that thing of, is this camp? Yes. The answer is unequivocally. Unequivocally. Unequivocally.
1: Unequivocally. Unequivocally? Mm. Mm. You know what? I had to Listeners, you about. just witnessed
0: a stroke happening.
1: Without uh, denial.
0: Right. Is it, is, a,
1: <laughs>
0: it is camp. Yes, 100. 100. <laughs> uh, or as the uh, kids say, Hundo P. Rob, what, what do you love? Like, what, what do you go to year after year?
1: I, okay, so for, for me, my favorite uh, Christmas movie or TV show? Because there's so many.
0: Oh, God. Um,
1: well, let's do some quick hits first. Uh Oh, yeah. some, some quick hits? Some quick hits. I, I will always watch this because I'm a sick son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> I remember, what I watch two things every year because mm-hmm. both make me laugh. One of them is, folks, this is very niche, so please forgive me, but I have great memories of this. Um, I remember growing up watching Bob Hope's Christmas specials. Oh. Um, and we got, first of all, if you don't know who Bob Hope is, he was a, a comedian. He used to go around to wherever there was a war and do a show for the troops. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also did Christmas specials. And uh, no matter hosted how- the Oscars for a long ho- hosted time, Hosted the Oscars, yeah, for a long time. And no matter how old Bob Hope got, mm-hmm. he continued to do these Christmas specials. And one of my favorites, <laughs> it's so dark, but please just go with me on it. But I watch it every December 1st as tradition. The last one he did, he is like, he can't move. He can't talk. He's just sitting there. And his wife, Dolores, has him do a number on the Christmas special called Jack Frost, which is a rap. It is a rap. And it's all these kids dancing and singing about Jack Frost. And then after they rap, they like pan over to him. And Bob Hope is literally propped in a sleigh, all in white. And they go, Jack Frost, Jack Frost. And he goes, That's me. And then they cut to the kids singing and dancing again. And then they'll be like, Jack Frost, Jack Frost. And he'll go, that's me. And you're like, what is this horrendous thing? I remember watching it, I think when I was like seven years old, and I was like, what in my, what are you doing to poor Bob Hope? Even at seven, at seven, I was like, something is off. This is, a, this is not festive. This is uncomfortable. I thought I was the only person who knew about it until I listened to the great Gilbert Gottfried podcast, and they did a whole episode on the genius of Jack Frost. In fact, folks, if you click the link in the description that says Jack Frost, you can be taken right to Bob Hope just going, that's me. I'm sorry. I'm
0: going to jump from Jack Frost over to the Muppets because for me, Christmas was so much about the Muppets. First of all, Emma Otter's Jugdown Christmas, which is a retelling of The Gift of the Magi. And it is so wonderful and charming. I watch that every year. There's um, a whole talent show within it that is a wackadoodle, uh, but also like the music that runs through. It's great. But uh, 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 a Muppet family Christmas is the one for me. And that's where everybody from Muppet Show, Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock, and Muppet Babies all appear, all together. It is perfect. What's your and the Swedish chef keeps trying to cook Big Bird for Christmas dinner.
1: You know, I've never seen this. Really? What's it called? A Muppet Family Christmas? Christmas.
0: Yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh my gosh! I know
1: what it I'm is watching tonight. Wild
0: Doc and Sprocket are there to save Fozzie oh, and the other Muppets. I uh, or it's him. it's nuts. Have you now? Have you done like a deep dive into YouTube of like the weird Christmas specials, like the the Annie Christmas special, oh, 1977?
1: Yes, which is I don't know what that is. I don't know what I'm watching, and it scares me. And I don't like it. And I don't think I don't like things that were on tape. They make me feel icky. <laughs>
0: I feel the same way about the Star Wars Christmas special.
1: Is that with B. Arthur at the, at the yes. bar?
0: Yes. <laughs> they're all wild. They're wild. Um, okay. So we've done a couple quick hits. I don't, like... Uh and there are concerts I love to watch year after year. Linda Edder's Christmas stays the same as oh, one that's that I nice. watch all the time. Yeah. Uh but let's let's jump into
1: our list. What okay. is
0: the first thing on your list?
1: Well, you know what's so funny. The first thing on my list, I think, is the same one of the same things that I know that you really, really like. Very possible. And it's a story about a man named Brady. <gasps> yes. Who was raising three very lovely boys? Mm-hmm. Um, all of them did not have hair of gold like their mother. That's no. Florence Henderson.
0: All of um, them were, were just sad.
1: So, folks, dark. this is one of the first, like, Christmas events I remember, like, the family going around the television and watching, and it is a very Brady Christmas, which I know is on your list as well. Um, it's not, because I had oh. a feeling yeah you had a feeling okay so folks if you're so folks here we go it's 1990 dive in we're we're going to uh the brady bunch they are doing a reunion and uh the reunion is it's it's uh you know the two the two parents uh i'm gonna call them robert reed and florence henderson because that's really how i know them i don't know them you know as as they're mike and carol i know them as robert reed and florence henderson what year was this 1990 i believe 89 or 90. 89. which because there was also the series the brady's oh we'll talk about the brady's because the christmas thing launched the brady's oh great okay good. so uh, so a very brady christmas folks was the idea of getting everyone back to uh, uh do it it's a cute little conceit the conceit is is that mike and carol want to have the entire family back for christmas so they pay for all of the families to come back to their house and celebrate Christmas. And you think that'll be warm and you think, oh, hijinks will ensue. It is one of the most depressing Christmas specials I have ever seen in my life. First of all, let me just tell you what sets the tone. Alice comes back and Sam the Butcher has left her. Alice, who had not one shred of happiness in the many seasons that Sherwood Schwartz made her work at the Brady household, never was this woman happy. They gave her a Sam the Butcher, as a boyfriend, and now Sam the Butcher has left her. Alice has nothing. And that makes me so sad. And that pretty much sets the tone for the rest of the Christmas special. The kids all come back. Some of them are going through divorces. Some of them have substance abuse problems. And you're like, can this get any more depressing? And the answer is, oh, yes, it can. Because there's a B-plot running. If you remember, folks, Mike Brady was an architect uh, he was an architect, and he's building a, a big complex for um, this individual who is uh, is a typical 80s greed, like, make it faster, Mike. I don't care what the building permits say, you know, like a guy smoking a cigar. Well, there's a horrible building collapse, and Mike Brady gets caught on Christmas in the building collapse. Yes. And you're like, he's going to die. He's like one of those miners trapped in a shaft, like he's not coming out. And you're like, this is so Sad and depressing, and the entire family goes down to the building to see like what's going on and if he's gonna come out and the news reporters like it's very bleak, it's probably not gonna happen. Christmas tragedy. But oh, how does he get out, folks? Not through his ingenuity, not Mm. through the wonderful police or fire departments that are there to help. No Robbie, how does Mike Brady escape the throes of death?
0: Well, through the vocal stylings of Florence Henderson, just Hmm. stepping up and singing. Acapella.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: come all ye faithful, joyful, and triumphant. Oh, come ye. <laughs> oh, come ye to Bethlehem. <laughs> and as she's doing that, suddenly the music starts. And you see Robert Reed just in a ghostly shadow of himself step forth through the rubble because her voice has saved her. Much like Roger's song in Rent when Muni comes back to life. Oh, come all ye faithful is the reason Rex Reed lives.
1: Here's what... Here's, the, here's what I think. Robert Reed, not Rex Reed. Robert
0: Reed, right. <laughs> Rex Reed's the one who stole like Liza Minnelli CDs.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, this is a deep dive. You know what we're really giving you for Christmas? Stories to Google and Google and Google. Yep. Little gifts. Little gifts along the way. It's Honestly,
0: a, this entire podcast is just an advent calendar. It really
1: is. <laughs> I have a feeling though yeah. on that Brady Christmas that Florence mm-hmm. Henderson was like I in my contract I sing a song. Yeah. And they got to the end of shooting and they're like shit she has to sing something. And they're like how about she sings to get Mike Brady out of there. And it's like you said it's a cappella and it's gorgeous and spoiler alert Sam does come back to Alice. So everything yeah. is all well until the Brady Christmas was so successful they're like mm-hmm. the Let's-
0: highest rated television film of the year.
1: Wow. They were like, let's, which makes total sense because they're so beloved. And I will say this, it's so wonderful to see them all together, even though they've put them in these horrible adverse situations. (laughs) So they decide to make, they reboot the series and they call it then the Brady's. Mm -hmm. Um, Same premise, except now it's a drama. Yeah, it, folks. It's not like the Brady Bunch. It is the Bradys on it's CBS. Thirty something. It's thirty something. It is mm-hmm. dark. It is depressing. Yeah. Um, what's the little c- Bobby? Bobby is a race car driver. Yes. In the Christmas in accident, right? He gets paralyzed from the waist down, what and again? you're like, this is the most depressing thing I have ever seen in my life.
0: Now, here's the question about parenting, because. If he gets paralyzed from the waist down, shouldn't Florence Henderson have taken to his bedside immediately and sung, "O come, all ye faithful, to heal him"?
1: <laughs> I've never thought of that before. Wow, Florence Henderson was a bitch. <laughs> come on, Carol Brady. Oh, Carol, why aren't you sharing? So, mine, which I know is a big one of yours, folks. It's—I uh, mm. think it's on YouTube. We'll post a link It's to on.
0: It. Uh, it's on Hulu.
1: Oh, it's on Hulu. It is a yeah. a, a very brady christmas and you can sure just watch is. this i'm wondering now thinking about it, if sam the butcher left alice because he was like i think you're a lesbian that's like
0: is there was any reason ever given or they he, just broke up and she showed up blue, she was uh, he was
1: cheating on her
0: blue outfit and
1: all he, she just sh- show up in blue outfit and all, and he was cheating on her. And let me tell you something I really don't appreciate. She keeps calling her Mister Mister Brady, Mrs Brady. I'm like, this yeah. woman has worked for you for a hundred years. Can't they call These you Mike and peers. Carol? These are your peers. Can't they call you Mike and Carol? It's what the nineties. The- Come on. What? Am- uh, but I think Alice. I think maybe they like caught her like masturbating to a picture of Hazel. And uh, I'm sure <laughs> that's an old another old maid. Show for you folks. They actually Google.
0: did sideshow as Hazel
1: and. <laughs> I'll never Alice. leave you. <laughs> I will never go away.
0: I saw her in uh, "Crazy for You" on Broadway. Alice, yeah, Ann B. Davis. Oh, that's so cool. When she was living in that convent, <laughs> that's something that happened. Do you know what the B stood for? Butch. No. <laughs> Bradford. Bradford flipped <I> <laughs> it up. Yeah, but seriously, Wikipedia just wants you to know that Davis never married, nor was she publicly known to have been romantically linked to anyone.
1: I call that a lesbian. Yes. <laughs> so good for you. So my, mine is A Very Brady Christmas from 1989. That's my first one. Robbie, what about you?
0: We are going to jump back to 1964 oh my to God. the Christmas stop motion animated television spectacular known as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rankin-Bass? Rankin-Bass. Oh, take it away. Come on. So, I don't know. There's truly nobody alive, right, who has not seen this. It's been on uh, CBS since 72. It was on NBC every year before that. Rudolph uh, is a reindeer who has a nose that is red, and so he is ostracized because he is different. And at the same time, there is a twink elf. And honestly, this film is not about Rudolph. Sure. Does he guide the sleigh? Of course. But what we need to know is that the twink elf does not want to make toys. He wants to be a dentist. And as they are singing to Santa Claus, all the elves, the tenor section is not complete. Why? Because their biggest tenor, their their champion tenor, Hermie the elf, is just trying to make a chewing toy because he's a misfit. And so he meets Rudolph... And they run away together, and they meet a bear, and that bear's name is is Yukon. They go to the la- Yukon Cornelius. They go to the land of misfit toys, of all the unloved or unwanted toys. And their ruler, a winged lion named King Snowmont, uh, King Moonracer, excuse me, uh, says, "Hey, can you go back home and see if maybe Santa wants us?" Finally. Maybe he will accept us, and that's what this whole film is about: acceptance, and probably Yukon Cornelius and Hermie the Elf
1: getting it on. I think I saw this on Me. Did you? I th- I think so. I think I paid 1995 a month to watch this. That's weird because I subscribe to their OnlyFans. Oh, that's nice. It's easier. I, I mean, we can just say
0: that they were all gay, right? A hundred Like the whole thing is just an analogy
1: of. Maybe you don't fit in, but you'll shine and be fabulous, right? Yes, that I remember when I was a little boy watching Rudolph mm-hmm. the Red Nosed Reindeer, and I'm like, why am I connecting to this story so deeply? Because Rudolph is a is a queer like us. He, they cover his little nose, and so now he talks like this, and you talk funny.
0: Why do you? What do you mean I talk funny? Um He's Matthew Broderick, a little bit <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> like, <laughs> Kelly O'Hara. You used to be called Nathan Lane. <laughs> it's delightful. Anyway, uh, it is a charming. Burl Ives is the narrator, Sam the Snowman. Get Burl Ives. Come on, Burl Ives. Big is, rock,
1: the mountain.
0: And I've seen all of them. I've seen all the Rankin Bass Christmas specials. Wow. None is as good as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Wonder. Not even... Twink, The Year Without a Santa Claus, that like
1: shows him becoming Santa Claus. The, the, Santa Claus was a twink? He starts that way and then grows. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Growing up, I really only watched the Rudolph one. I know there are others that I have not oh. seen. So you've so, never seen Frosty? You've never you seen... Need, you need to educate me. Wow.
0: Okay. Okay. There's so many great ones. I can't...
1: I'm a little... um Sorry. I'm a little... Did you not hear like, the opening story? There was Chinese food left for Santa. Like, true.
0: So wait, so you've never seen like the little drummer boy who like Greer Garson is like, and the little drummer boy had no gift to bring. And, and then he's like, I have no gift to bring. And he's really pissed off. Um, <laughs> you, no. <laughs> I, Santa Claus is coming Why? to town. Greer Garson. by the stair. And the little drummer boy was a miserable bastard. I have no gift to bring. Um, it's You've never She's seen rude. any of this. So the, that, the twink origin story one is Santa Claus is coming to town. And it's how Santa becomes Santa. Because he marries uh, Mickey Rooney, Chris Kringle, marries a, a school teacher named Miss Jessica.
1: Uh, what? Who marries Miss Jessica? Chris Kringle. Chris, oh, and she becomes Mrs. Claus. Right. Jessica Claus. Yeah. What was her maiden name? Stop Claus. <laughs> J- J- Jessica Stop, but, you know, I'm hyphenating because I'm, <laughs> I'm a modern woman. <laughs> Jessica Stop Claus. <laughs> I have no gift to bring. Uh, <laughs> the little drummer boy was a bastard. <laughs> okay. Uh, my turn? Yes. Oh my gosh okay this th- once again i I think I'm just enjoying like darker Christmas things sure. because i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this uh this this television show at you, married with children. It is dark it is sick. My favorite Married with children Christmas episode is one where Al has put up Christmas lights, and one of the bulbs is not working, and he's trying to figure out what's going on with it, and he puts his finger in the socket. <laughs> And just gets electrocuted and goes down. And when he wakes up, his guardian angel is standing over him. And they're going to do a, what if I had never been born? It's a wonderful life type yeah episode and who plays the guardian angel and you're like this is kind of brilliant casting folks if you don't know who sam kinnison is you should probably look him up right now it is the great stand-up comedian sam kinnison who folks if you don't know who he was was about four foot four but like 500 pounds wore a beret and just screamed all the time the last person you would ever want (laughs) to greet you onto the other side of heaven um and it is one of the funniest things you will ever see. So my, for me, I gravitate towards the darker, more realistic. In my world, there's a term called surus, and it means trouble. Yes. And I love Christmas shows that feature surus, <laughs> that feature trouble, that feature a struggle.
0: It's weird that it's not the Seinfeld Festivus for the rest of us.
1: Well, that's also on the list because J- Jerry Stiller's <laughs> just. Just screaming Festivus. And if you don't know, Mm -hmm. Festivus, a made-up holiday. Yep. Uh, George Costanza's father, Frank Costanza, sick and tired of the commercialization of Christmas. He has created his own holiday, Festivus, which includes two things. A metal pipe in your house as a Christmas tree that you Mm -hmm. touch, uh, and as you hold it, you air your grievances towards other people. Yep. And feats of strength, uh, in which George has to sit on Frank's chest. And Frank has to lift him off. Um, I, I, celebrate Festivus. Now, something interesting I found out, do you know that the state of Florida has made Festivus an actual holiday, a state holiday yeah, in that makes Florida? Sense. And, 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 I was going to say, that makes so much sense, folks. Once again, Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, I actually do know where I'm going
0: to go. And it's going to be to a 1962 animated film with songs by Julie Stein and Bob Merrill. I'm talking oh. about Mr. Magoo's A Christmas
1: Carol. Oh. Uh-huh. What was the nephew's name? I mean, my boy. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that <laughs> I've never uh, done a Mr. Magoo. I was so excited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that really got me. I love uh, Mr. Magoo's Muppet Christmas Carol because it's, one, insane. Two, Mr. Magoo's on his way to a uh, theater on Broadway. Where he's starring as Ebenezer Scrooge in a musical production of A Christmas Carol, and then he gets there thirty minutes late and injures the director, and that's how the show
1: starts. Oh, yeah, and and I just remember Waldo, his the nephew's name is Waldo. Oh no, my boy, <laughs> thank you.
0: <laughs> so fine. it's so great. The songs are so wonderful. I. Was able to as a young kid. I remember always going around going rattleberry dwething all the time for no reason. Beautiful song called Winter Was Warm that Belle, who in the Muppet Christmas Carol sings the love is gone, has this beautiful song. Honestly, bells in musicals have a uh, shockingly good music. Is is what we're learning here today.
1: We have oh that what Belle and Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christmas we, Carol. Both of them. Belpois Train from Little Me. <laughs> old Reliable.
0: When I the year goes down the drain. Um, thanks. That was just like a little... Again, this is an advent calendar. It is beautiful. <laughs> Winter Was Warm is beautiful. Uh, the Lord's Bright Blessing is a great song. It's a great hour of just wonderful animation. And uh, I really like like old school 2D animation. Mm. So... It really, it, it's a nostalgia thing, I think. You're a big Flintstones guy, right? I like the Flintstones very much. 2D. Yeah. yeah, I like 2D. Like,
1: the Disney films, I think I prefer the 2Ds. Did you know that Mr. Magoo was the first choice uh, for the lead in HBO's Succession? I'm going to piss on the floor, Waldo. <laughs> How dare Sorry, you. If you? If you've not seen Succession, it'll make, it'll make it's, sense. It's all happening. Handle my boy. Sorry. (laughs) We're gonna train Wacom. I'm sorry. Sorry, this is Mr. Magoo in HBO. You're insane. You're insane. insane. Well, I love Mr. Magoo. I'm so happy you chose that.
0: Thank you. Tell me about your next your final.
1: Oh my are we really at the final? Yeah. Oh wow, oh boy, oh boy. You know, I think one of the best television episodes dealing with Christmas ever is the Office Christmas special.
0: Oh, so I've never seen
1: the Office. Oh my God, really? The, The Christmas episode with the Secret Santa is just, it's such brilliant writing, such brilliant acting, such brilliant directing. Robbie, you don't even have to like know the show. You can just watch that episode and get a sense of what's going on. Great. I was also going to throw in a fun YouTube clip, which was going to be a Patty LaBelle's "Where Are My Backup Singers?" Oh, come on,
0: come on, so good! It's Christmas.
1: Turn the car. Turn the car. Turn the car. (laughs) So here's the thing. Explain it to the kids, children.
0: Every year, and this like shows up every year now. It's a meme, but in uh, back in during Bill Clinton's presidency. Uh, Patty Labelle is singing with uh, like the 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 USO band or something like yeah. like with the Marine Corps. Uh, it's it's for, for the us. tree lighting. It's yes. for the tree lighting, right? Um, and she does not know the song, uh, which is normal for these kind of one offs, right? Uh, you've done a million fifty four things where people are holding their lyrics in their hands uh, because you you don't learn it for one thing. I mean, no. honestly, if I was gonna do for the tree lighting, that's a little different. And I would learn it because I knew it would be televised. She did not know it. And the uh, guy who's doing the cue cards um, is not turning them fast enough. And so she uh, is improvising on the spot with a lot of uh, and crazy things. And Turn the card, baby, turn the card. And then she has to, uh, so she's freaking out. And then she's supposed to have background singers, and they're not there until halfway through the song. And so she just starts to yell while she's singing still, where are my background singers? (laughs) Woo, this Christmas. Uh, (laughs) wild and and then there's like this solo right somebody is playing like a sax solo and he the cue card guy's on it now he's flipped them too fast and she can't read his name and she's like go back to that last card i couldn't see his name and like the look of disgust on her face that turns into like that polite nancy pelosi applause um when she claps for the player uh to lead everybody else clapping is like (laughs) Oh, what a delight. Two cue card things, both involving wonderful singers in Washington, D.C. It's that and it's uh Busting Out All Over, the Leslie Uggams joy.
1: Miss Uggams, so. Miss Uggams. My favorite thing about the Patti LaPel is you're like, okay, this is embarrassing. At, mm-hmm. But it gets more embarrassing because as she's walking off stage, who comes on right next to her? President Bill Clinton and his wife, Hillary Rodham Clinton, who have been waiting in the wings the entire time and have watched watched this train wreck happening. So God bless. We love Patti LaBelle. Uh, Those things happen. Mine, though, my last one is um, the one I want to talk about. It's um, from the 1990s. It's one of my favorite television shows, and they decided to do a holiday animated cartoon this was a live action television show that decided they were going to make themselves a holiday cartoon and the cartoon was called oi to the world from 1995 and folks it's the cast of the nanny the nanny in a cartoon holiday special that they did it's all on youtube called oi to the world in which fran wants to teach brighton about the joys of christmas and she decides i'm going to take you to a homeless shelter to see what christmas is like but on the way she gets hit in the head um, and has a fantasy that Cece babcock her arch nemesis is trying to take christmas away from everyone so she niles and brighton have to save christmas it is animated it is cute it is clever I'm sure we will cover the nanny at some point on this TV. Yes, show. Yes, we will. Podcast, but this is called Oi. Just say on
0: this TV show.
1: On this TV show, which I'm, I'm just and congrats, everybody. Robbie and I just signed a four-year deal. Wow. CBS. Um, CBS. CBS, baby. Where shows go to die. <laughs> <laughs> CBS, featuring such long-running sitcoms as "That's Still On" and "She's Still Alive." <laughs> at eight o'clock, and also after, "She's Still Alive," New York. my favorites um and either way julie chen will lead us in so i'm very excited Good, good um but yeah so it's called oi to the world it is so charming it is so clever i i will put i will put this out there i will put the nanny at the same level of i love lucy i think it's one of those shows that gets it's to me it's timeless to me it's absolutely timeless and yes they make a lot of like you know 90s references, but I still think the overall humor, um, uh, the physical comedy, her relationship with everyone just sort of supersedes all of that. Plus, she's a gay icon. And Uh I have to tell you, there's an Instagram called Fran Fine Fashions, and it shows you, I sent it to Len, by the way. I didn't send it to you, but I sent it to Len. I'm so sorry. I sent it to your husband first. um, Where It's people that will take her outfits from the series and then make them, and you can buy them so and it's kind of incredible so mine just because she's a gay icon the wonderful friend who did a gay christmas movie this year which we haven't even talked about yeah um, no. which i'm sure we'll talk about soon enough um and it's it's fran is fran is a friend of ours fran is a friend of ours and yes. we we love her so much and i think there's no better way to celebrate her than by watching oi to the world on youtube a animated christmas special from the wonderful the nanny um that's mine that's my last one wow
0: well fran is a friend of ours but i am a friend of dorothy
1: oh my god um, do you, so know? I, t- 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 you know t- where t- i'm going uh, <laughs> um i i go ahead go ahead i'm thinking of two i'm thinking of two that you could do
0: it's not ring ding-a-ling ding-a-ling i feel so christmasy okay i'm sorry it is the 1963 Judy Garland Christmas show. It is, friends. It's perfect. It's perfect. Why is it perfect? Because it all takes place in Judy's home on the soundstage that has a big fucking turntable and shit and lots of dancers who come in and stuff. But also, Jack Jones. To reach the unreachable note, Jack Jones. He's saying the love boat theme. right) <laughs> Not a shock. And uh, Mel Torme, it starts with her hanging out the window, looking out the window, singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. All three of her children are there. Liza, with her gay boyfriend at the time, do Steam Heat because Christmas. Um, Lorna Luff sits on Jack Jones' knee, sings Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Oh, boy. Little Joey sings Where is Love from Oliver. Uh, Consider Yourself happens. A lot of things happen. And then... (laughs) And then Mel Torme comes in, sits at the piano, and starts to play the Christmas song, which he wrote, right? I uh, didn't know that. Wow. And Wait, wh- uh, what's the
1: Christmas song? I'm dreaming. No, that's not what. That's no, no Christmas. the Christmas
0: song is Chestnuts
1: Roasting, roasting on, and on an Open, open Fire.
0: Mel Sorry. Torme, the Velvet Fog. That's what he was called. He, so he's playing, and Judy, they hated each other. And so what? Judy, yes. How oh, can you hate whole, Mel Torme? Well, they did he was the music director of the series what yes oh wow we've we're going to discuss the series at some point because it is i don't think i'm gay one of the greatest years of television ever uh and it was on opposite bonanza so nobody watched it uh he later wrote a tell-all about the series uh it, it's insane but they hated each other um and as she's singing, uh, you know, the Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh. And every mother's child is going to spy to see if rainbows really know how to fly. So she put in a little bit of Over the Rainbow just to piss him
1: off. Oh, Jesus.
0: Just to piss him off. And it's spectacular. The Judy Garland Christmas show, it is it's so good that uh, in 2011, they did a little bit of it on Glee. Okay. Just because. It is truly one of the greatest hours of television. And to see young Lord Aloft, like, belty, 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 um, Jack Jones just hitting his solos. It's so wonderful. I can't recommend it enough. And I watch it every, like, I watch meet me in St. Louis every year. I watch, there are things that I hit every year, but no Christmas is complete for me without the Judy Garland Christmas show.
1: I have I'm going to be honest with you. You've I have seen it. I have you're going to really hate me. I think I have seen one episode of the Judy Garland television series. Oh my god. I've only seen I think wait, one episode. Wait, yeah. But
0: you know that like famously the Barbra Streisand episode of it which is Judy and Barbara. Yeah. Ethel Merman shows up and the three of them saying, there's no business like show business together.
1: That's the one that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, That's the one that I've seen. But you have the whole set, right? I
0: do. I have a box set. It's in a trunk because Liza, or Liza, because Judy was born in a trunk.
1: I think I think you need to teach me. I think I need an education.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. That might be a spinoff.
1: Oh, a spinoff of Gay Card Revoked, the Judy episode show? Episode by episode. <gasps> Will is, you teach me?
0: Yes. Cheetah Rivera's on there. Uh, Lena Horne. It's so wonderful. But, friends, you can go to YouTube right now. And uh, this special that is almost 60 years old is truly,
1: it's my favorite thing. That's, I, I, you know, I'm going to watch that as soon as I get off with you. I'm going to watch that.
0: And it ends with this quote. Judy Garland. Well, we have a whole new year ahead of us. And wouldn't it be wonderful if we could all be a little more gentle with each other, a little more loving, and have a little more empathy. And maybe next year at this time, we'd like each other a little more.
1: Oh, what a nice, nice way to end this special. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. And I think that's something we should be taking to heart. Yeah. This, I, think, yeah. I think we should be trying to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! We're, I you know this is this is so interesting because I've 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 known you for only a few years, but I feel like yeah. I've known you my whole life. Um, it's so I'm so happy that you came up with this idea for this episode because it just it, it's it's allowed a peek into what you love about the holidays, which is something we've never really discussed before. That's true, and also a peek into who we are and what our tastes are. I think. You find such warmth and grace and beauty and Christmas, and and I'm a, a dark, cynical son you of like a bitch. People <laughs> falling down, <laughs> <laughs> folks. Also, one of the best Christmas gifts, obviously, is the fact that we have so many wonderful listeners who have gotten on board with this crazy idea that we have to to go through so many gate totems. And uh, we wish you all a happy holiday and a wonderful new year. And we can't we do. wait to see you.
0: We wanna we wanna know what your favorite Christmas uh, specials are yeah whatever they are and listen 2020 was kind of a dumpster fire but uh here we are roaring out the other side of it uh and i don't think 2021 is going to be perfect but there's truly nowhere to go but up and uh we're excited to go up with you um
1: i think a nice way to end this is would you be so kind as to read that Miss Garland speech again, because I think it's a nice way for all of us to go. And so we'll leave Robbie with, with this. And until then, Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Take it away, Mr. Roselle.
0: We have a whole new year ahead of us. And wouldn't it be wonderful if we could all just be a little more gentle with each other, a little more loving, have a little more empathy, and maybe next year at this time, we'd like each other a little bit more. Bye.